We have some more time, and so I'd like to share with you a few interesting things that are happening as we speak, and some of them are things that maybe we knew before, and some of them are new as of today. First, I'd like to talk to you about chicken flavor. I'm sure most of my listeners understand that chicken flavor doesn't mean that the product is actually uh, meat. Um, Beef flavor doesn't mean it's actually meat flavored. Uh, It could be that the the flavoring comes from other sources completely. Even though it says natural chicken flavor, natural beef flavor, it means the flavor is natural, and it means that the... um, and, and, and it means that the, the flavor is going to taste like whatever you're talking about. But it doesn't mean that there actually is any beef or chicken in the product. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an understanding from something that I saw, which describes about the chicken flavor. Now, this is not the most authoritative discussion of it, and I didn't research it completely, but I want to share with you from one article. Uh, who was talk? This article was about chicken salt. I never even saw chicken chicken salt, but I suppose chicken salt is a chicken flavored salt. And this is what this gentleman says: Chicken flavor is generally made by hydrolyzed vegetable protein, also known as HVP. This is made with vegetable bro- vegetable protein, often soybeans squeezed of their oil then boiled in vats of hydrochloric acid. During this time, the protein is is broken into its constituent amino acids. At this stage, it is acidic enough to burn your mouth. So the HVP is neutralized with sodium hydroxide. One of the amino acids is glutamic acid. Its sodium salt is called monosodium glutamate, or MSG. So, obviously, I don't think this is what the natural uh, chicken flavor is, because I don't think this is called natural with all the hydraulic acids. And, but still, in all, you see that, that it's a whole developed flavor uh, package and absolutely has nothing to do at all with chicken flavor. The person who asked me the question wants to know if you can add cheese. He has a, he has a, he has a chicken part of a uh, chicken noodle soup with the two ashkachas on it, and he was worried about putting cheese into it, um, into with the with the noodles or whatever it is. He uh, he he was really concerned whether it is totally parva. And I'm telling you, it's 100 percent parva. Now, can it be a chicken soup with chicken, real chicken flavor? Absolutely. Um, but they'll but you know you we're, that's what we're buying in the, with ashgacha because they're going to tell us the information. And so it's in the packaging as part of it, big letters, two ashgachas. I hope they that they all know what they're doing. The next thing that I want to share with you, it's a small little piece from Israel. The Badatz of the Eid Haredes, this is something that's periodically uh, mentioned, and uh, you know, it, it happens uh, frequently with different kinds of foods, that there's parva, they have with their burikas, the parva, the dairy, the fleshics. So uh, now the, the thing is that it's Hanukkah season, almost Hanukkah, and they're going to be making a lot of these uh, donuts. So some of the donuts are dairy. So the, the eight of the Haredes, the, the base end of the eight of Haredes, decided they're going to put a very clear symbol on every single dairy 
donut, so that the other ones are really parva. They, what they're doing is they put a uh, a blue flag, which says chalavi. So you got the color, you got the fact that it sticks out, you got the Hebrew words, and uh, if anybody has a problem with it, you know they really have to. You know, they they should be asking what this flag is doing here, and if they can't read the Hebrew. But uh, well, in this country, I don't know if everybody is careful about this. In New York, I remember it was very difficult to always be sure things were parva. Um, some places, uh, like in Baltimore, they're very, very careful about it. And this is something that all of us have to address. It's a simple idea. Uh, put a simon on the ones that are dairy. Instead of thinking everyone understands these are dairy, because not really everybody understands it. Uh, another thing I would like to share with you is something that I got from uh, Sam, who was one of our regular listeners, and I want to read to you, I'm just adjusting a few words, but I'm going to read to you the email that Sam sent me, because I think it's important to hear. Uh, Thank you for your show. At a recent event, at a wedding, uh, I came across a bottle of Glenfiddich, 12-year-old, produced in sherry casks. I brought it to the attention of the mashkiach, who pointed out to me that there was a hechsher on the label from the Manchester basin, which which is a very good hashkacha, in the UK. I subsequently informed him that the M the the uh, the Manchester basin had released a statement that it was a mislabel, and it really should have used NWK, which is, means their non-mahadrin label, because this is not acceptable to Mahadran circles, and this, uh, this caterer wants to do a, 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 a proper fair in this country on the Mahadran le- le- uh, level, you know, you know, what we call glad kosher, and, and uh, he's a responsible uh, caterer, and so really this doesn't belong here. So I happened to show him uh, a label uh, I, 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 I had given him, it seems, I, it seems that Sam had given him and, and, and told him about this. Anyway, he, here's what he said. Um, it says that this person, let me see where it says it over here. Uh, yeah. It seems, they, he seems he says that the Kashvis agency and the Mashkiach were very parva about it. In other words, even though they're claiming their policy is not to allow alcoholic beverage matured in sherry casks to be served, they didn't seem to be too excited about this thing. So it's very, very, very troublesome on two levels. One is that the Kashvis agency is not on top of this problem. It's not just that I publicized it, but I made sure that it got out everywhere. I put it in a way that the other people who work on Kashrus lists picked it up, and um, the, the the Manchester Basin had sent an, a, a clear write-up about this, and it's troublesome to me on two levels, one that the Mashkiach and the Kashrus agency did not seem to be excited about it, but more basically... They didn't know about it. 
So when we go to an affair and we know that there's so many different liquors, we have to leave it up to the Hakashvas agency to check these liquors. And they have to be on top of their of the game. And this is something that was out there for a while now. And everybody in the industry should know about it. It's a problem. I don't know which Hashkoch it is, and I'm happy I don't know, but uh, basically what we're saying is that Kashrus agencies, they're human, but they, they have to be on top of this. So therefore, when a person goes to a Simcha, and you see the bottles, I didn't say you have to study it from A to Z, you can rely on the Kashrus agencies, usually they're perfect, but you know, it behooves you, if you see something being served, don't say, wow, I didn't know they got this thing kosher, because I remember this is not kosher. If you don't think it's kosher, don't drink it. What's wrong with the ones that have ashkocha? What's wrong with the ones that are tried and proven? What's one of the ones that you know for sure are kosher? Why do you just have to have everything that is there? Oh, if you want to rely, the kashrus agencies are all doing their job, True, true, true. But you see, unfortunately, sometimes they miss it. Hopefully, not again. I want to share with you another thing which came across my desk, and uh, I think it was uh, very interesting, and that is that the uh, the Kassar's agency called the, ba- the Based Inn of uh, South Africa or Johannesburg, they're on the cutting edge of innovative ideas and it's very important to them because it was a major scandal that, that, that took place two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. And they, in, in order to, uh, to, to deal with the, with the community and to make them feel confidence in the conference agencies, they've been completely transparent. They write things that I sometimes tell them, you're writing too much. You're, 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 you're being so honest and so upforward. I think it's just too much. But they said, you know, that's what we want to do because we, we want everybody in our community to know that we are being completely transparent. So they send these, these, these pieces out, which are very interesting. I want to share with you what just came, uh, 11.13. First of all, they introduced new pricing. Everything, you know, everything goes up. Well, at the Basin uh, Kosher Department in the Basin of uh, South Africa, Things go down also. They introduced two new pricing categories for micro enterprises. In other words, if you're doing a small run, if you have a small number of products, you're earning on your, well, your turnover is less than uh, a, a million uh, ren a year, so then uh, you, you, we don't, you don't have to worry about uh, rand a year. We don't have to worry about uh, or charging you our full prices. They came down to very low prices. They, I actually did this transfer, translating the, the rands into the dollars, and I came up with this, unless it's, it sounds bizarre, that they have it, their cost for hashkocha is as low as $32.25 a month, which is less than $500 for the year. It's a very, very, very low price. And they, and they introduced a few low categories for people who are just starting out in business under, under a year, and they don't do too much, or not too many products, and it's not too big of a turnover. And they're really trying their best to get a lot of companies 
to go into the kosher area. It's a beautiful idea. Now, the second thing here was extremely interesting, and I'm wondering um, what other kashrus agencies do. I've never heard about this before, and as I said, in the Basin, they, they're, they're very open about these things. So they came up with a what they call kosher care. It's kosher care, CRM, customer relationship management. So they have a way of identifying when a, an inquiet, inquiry comes into their offices until they respond to it. And they're trying to track that they're being responsive in a very quick way. You know, all those, and you do, do anything, they have a follow-up survey. So they're putting it out ahead. They're trying to make sure that they're not slow in processing your questions or your, and, and they, they get back to every single person so everyone gets a ticket number when they have a question come in. It's a whole new procedure that they're working on. And the last thing that they have, it's very interesting, they put out having two independent community members and a board member with legal and business experience to review any complaints from food manufacturing companies with regard to the pricing or to the processing of their kosher certification. In other words, they don't want any complaints and they want everybody to know that they're working to avoid any complaints. The, these are some of the uh, things that came across. I just want to share with you the last point is that the OU now is certifying a, the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Manama, Bahrain. So not only is the UAE getting their kosher restaurants with the OU, kosher, uh, actually a, a kosher caterer, kosher, uh, kosher restaurants, but also the, in Bahrain they're having now with the OU and in the Ritz-Carlton. So it's, uh, it's an amazing time in history. Hopefully it's all going to a very, in a good way for, for all of Kalal Yisrael. I want to thank you all for listening to tonight's program. It was an amazing uh, interview we had with uh, Mrs. Creel. And uh, looking forward to speaking to you again next week. Until then, this is your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. If you want to reach me, it's 718-336-8544 or 732-534-9363 or kashrus, K-A-S-H-R-U-S, at AOL.com. Have a wonderful week.